Welcome to Branching Up. We're two college students who wanted to get together and talk about our experiences through life, give advice, and connect with others. Sit back, relax, and be curious. Hi, Rosie. Hi, Julian. How are you? Good. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Branching Up, y'all. Today we're talking about summer. It's the beginning of summer. Now, okay, but before we get into that, um, so first thing about summer, the bugs suck. Uh, oh, yeah. We were talking about how I didn't know what grenadine is. Um, <laughs> this is oh, really, yeah. this is embarrassing. We both worked at restaurants and he doesn't know what grenadine is. I never worked as a, in the bar. But I <laughs> Still, it's in a Shirley Temple. It's oh, like the is that, red is, stuff that you put in the temple. That's really awkward. But you can add it to like drinks to make anything like sweeter. I'm sure we have it in my house. Yeah. But that's so funny though. Because, um, and even I should know as a chemistry major, honestly, as a, bar a chemistry bartenders, major. you mix alcohol, you're making a solution. That's true. I don't know. But anyways, y'all, we're going to be talking about our summer goals and things of that nature today. Yeah. And so... I mean, so let's maybe talk about more physical goals and then more like mental and emotional goals, I guess. Okay. So physically, do you have anything you want to get accomplished this summer? I definitely want to be more active, um, mm -hmm. go be outside more. I don't want to like, for so long, okay, so winter obviously is like a hard time for everyone, um, yeah. but for me, one of the hardest things was like working out and stuff, but... Mm -hmm. I realized kind of that I don't want to confine myself to the gym because I feel like we can be such a toxic place or like yeah. toxic expectations. But I think really it is important about like finding what you enjoyed mm -hmm. doing that makes you active. So I definitely want to figure out more about that. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I am. Um, I've been working towards fitness goals for a while now. You know, you have to be very physically mi uh, minded. Mm -hmm. It's a really, it's a really hard thing. I mean, listen, I work at a gym. Um, not to, we're not sponsored, but it's the judgment-free zone, and that's sponsored. all. Sponsored, sponsored by. by. I can't say the name because we don't have a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, you know, it's a there is a thing of judgment that comes with working out. I think also you don't have to go to a gym to work out. There's yeah. ways to be physically fit without doing so. That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't think about that but i want to explore that because i think that i would have a healthier relationship with wanting to work out and be active if mm -hmm. I and you'll that. you'll see ch better changes in yourself too and you'll mm -hmm. feel better too and yeah. that's so i mean so i guess i'll start with where we're at currently i mean with it i mean me personally and rosie knows i mean so i started like a workout page mm -hmm. within the past couple months and it's honestly not even it might be for other people to glance at <laughs> per se because it's only shirtless pictures. Um, but it's more for me because, you know, I'm going to look back a year on it and be like, I had no muscle. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, that's what progress is if you look and see a difference. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, so I, when I was, when we were in middle school, I was the most unathletic kid. I was the definition of a nerd by every means. <laughs> Rosie knows. I can vouch for that. Rosie can vouch. <laughs> But, you know, I, I hated athlete culture and I felt so, it was a, I think traditional athlete culture is what I'm more referring to more mm -hmm. or less. And so it took a while. I am, 
I actually had severe anxiety going to the gym when I first did. Yeah. Still kind of do. Because although I made significant progress and people um, commend me for it and make say I, that I'm making a difference, the funnier part is some I don't I still don't know what I'm doing and I mm-hmm. think that's one of my goals is figuring out what the exercises actually are yeah what and, they do for you and, like- and developing more of a stricter plan because mm-hmm. I can run I can lift some weights and move some dumbbells but yeah. the better thing would be for me to know what they're they actually are. Yeah, see, that's interesting. For me, I'm the opposite. I'm like, I mean, I like going, to, I mean, I will go to the gym. Like, mm-hmm. I try to put my health before, like, my personal preference, I guess. But I want to focus on doing, like, mm-hmm. hiking and, like, swimming and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. finding if there's, like, a connection between the way those mm-hmm. things make me feel, like, mentally also. Yeah. Well, you, I think you. I, what I'm noticing is you want to develop more of a connection with the natural world, yeah. with your physical activity. Mm-hmm. I mean, my parents they go for hikes. My my mom she goes for a hike literally every weekend or every other weekend, and I used to hike a lot for Boy Scouts. And there's some defined serenity and going outside. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to know if this is like a common thing that you feel. Do you? Is it like? Do you feel like if it's nice out, like a day like this? So we're recording outside, by the way, because it is absolutely yeah, perfect it's so out. Pretty. Perfect temperature. Do you too. feel like you're wasting your time when you're sitting and work, and it's beautiful out? Yeah, that's what I was saying today. I feel like I wasted my day driving because I mm-hmm. feel like I need to be outside when it's nice outside. It's like, like. I like when I'm working and it's raining. I'm like, yes, I, yeah. other people can't enjoy the day. But mm-hmm. then the second it's beautiful skies and it's blue and it's, I'm like, hello. That's like, the expectation of summer that I have too. Like mm-hmm. that I have to do so many things. Like there's opportunities. And like, mm-hmm. I saw this TikTok too that this lady was just like, I'm not about like hustle culture, like boss culture. I'm just about like a peaceful life. And summer is always so hard for me because I feel like I need to accomplish, like, so many things. Self-care culture can be toxic because, um, especially with, if we want to start with goals and start, you know, having conversations about it more often on our podcast, not that there's a beauty in it, but there's also a toxicity in more terms of you have to do things in order to be happy. Yeah. And that you, like, always need to, like, make sure that if you feel shitty that you have to, like, turn it around. Mm -hmm. Or just, like, that there is a control in your ability to not, I guess, feel certain ways that, like, make you feel bad Mm -hmm. or, like, debilitate you from being able to accomplish certain things, which is, like, not the case. Mm -hmm. You can't really, like, stop your emotions. Yeah. Especially when you're doing a job that's not fulfilling and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're both college students. We're at jobs right now that are not, I mean, not not necessarily for our fields, but they're not, you know, they're not jobs at the end of the day that are sustainable or, mm-hmm. you know, our dream careers per se. I was in a relationship last summer, and mm-hmm. one of the hardest things that's for me has been um, expecting to recreate that, like, type of summer, I guess, or, like, mm-hmm. having a relationship with someone um now but also just like I'm compared I've noticed I've been comparing my summer last year to like now and like your happiness more or less yeah but also just like Mm -hmm. how I'm feeling at my schedule and just like Mm -hmm. who I'm choosing to hang out with and 
um, not knowing like what is gonna, I feel like last year I was much more just like seeing where like life takes me, but now I kind of mm-hmm. feel like, okay, if I'm not like on this track that I was on last year, then like mm-hmm. I'm doing something wrong, which hmm. is like, obviously I know that it's like not something that is healthy, but I can't help but do it. Mm-hmm. And I've also noticed that like, I'm trying to rush things that like, it's interesting because when I wasn't thinking about it last year, mm-hmm. it was happening. And now I'm like trying to rush it. And I'm like, girl, it's June 4th. <laughs> like, girl, it's June 4th. We got a whole summer. I know. It feels like I'm at the end of summer. Like, and I haven't even started it. And I don't huh. know why. But that, it is, just... that is weird. I mean, when you're in a relationship, it's not just a commitment to another person. It's a commitment for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, right now, um, I, th- I guess to lean back on goals is to realize, I guess my goal is, I think, I mean, it depends, you know, there's that thing with certain people and it's not everyone are, they find happiness and having a partner or having yeah. someone to confide in. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, my big goal is to, su- um, cement who, what I'm looking for mm-hmm. and that specific type of person. Yeah. Because, you know, rushing it will never help. But at the same time, at you know, you're, we're surrounded in our culture by people who are in relationships, long-term relationships, who are happy. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people are also not happy. And not happy, and it's how people present. Yeah. I mean, honestly, to be honest, more likely than not, most relationships... They're not happy. Yeah, they're I, not I, as happy or happy. I, as I know. Seems... I don't want to say love is fake. No, but, like, but I agree with you. Because and it sucks. It's like putting a filter on something on Instagram. I'll admit, I edit all my shit. Like, you know, that's not how I. You know, I come. I want to be a model, but <laughs> here I am, like you know, in my like thrift store t- polo. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. how you present to the world, and I think. You know, figuring that out is important for both of us where we see ourselves and finding, you know, our definition of happiness and how we kind of pursue our time, not only with ourselves, but with other people, especially people that we might be interested in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you feel this way, but mm-hmm. for me personally, especially because of like COVID and everything, there is just like times that I think about mm-hmm. wishing that I could re- like recreate or like life would go exactly the way it did in a certain time in my Mm -hmm. life and so like specifically with summer I'm thinking about that last year Hmm. and like just wishing and hoping that like it's as good as it was last time but that's because last time I wasn't thinking about it but I don't know also don't Mm -hmm. know why I wasn't thinking about it before Mm -hmm. and now I am you know in the moment you don't think yeah you get were you, I have to ask you this. Were you, do you think in the moment, now that you're looking back on it now, do you think you were caught up? Like, were you, did you have the rose-colored glasses on? If Do you know what I mean? In a relationship or just yeah, like... In know? general, did you feel like, you know, were you, because you were blindsided at the end of the day. So in general, I mean, like, you know, basing it off of previous relationships and what we kind of learn from them, I think mm-hmm. is going to be the hardest thing. Yeah. You know... It's really interesting, too, because when I was in a three, four-week relationship, if you want to call it that, <laughs> I in the moment, I was 
I felt like I was thriving. I mm -hmm. felt happy that finally someone committed to me. Mm -hmm. Then it fell apart. The glass shattered. And then I looked back and I was like, huh, why was I like that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I... there's one thing that I think don't people in our culture don't take enough is appreciating the time that you had with someone yeah. or in the moment. And then just moving on whether or not it ended or, like, the relationship ended. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if that's just my personal mindset, but, like, I get, you know, with relationships I have with people, I'm a very hard, it's very hard for me to cut off people. Mm -hmm. So that's why going forward, I think it's best to really un change our perspectives maybe this summer mm -hmm. and look more inward on ourselves and see how, you know, how these really affect us mm -hmm. it can be hard too, like coming back from college and not seeing like the people that you saw or, before mm -hmm. or like when you were in high school or just like people you know as you get older too or juniors people are like doing their own thing now and like going to pursue like other things yeah it's really scary being adults and that's why i think we're setting all these goals right now to get us to the places that we want to be yeah but just like that's why mm -hmm. for me at least relationships are so important over the summer because there's mm -hmm. a person you can like always like romantically but also just like in general friendship mm -hmm. relationship like there's people that you can rely on and stuff and that's harder i mm -hmm. guess at least for me over the summer yeah. than it is like you know honestly it's it's the one time during you get a three it's like a three-month grace period mm -hmm. to really hone in on someone and that's why summer relationships can be really difficult mm -hmm. but they can also be really beautiful because that's why I'm actually kind of fortunate that I started the relationship that I did last summer in August as opposed to June. Mm -hmm. Say we had matched in June and I became obsessed with them, <laughs> per se, like how I did. Yeah. I would have been devastated because it would have gone on for longer. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to say anything, but it's like you don't realize how that affects you mm -hmm. at the end of the day and it's it's crazy but that's why during the summer it's you know i mean we're both working people we get you know school is such a priority mm -hmm. over our personal you know relationships that that's why i think the most important thing to take away from this is setting boundaries for ourselves yeah and then figuring out how those boundaries will affect us going forward so that way we can have a more hopefully healthy and stable relationship in the future yeah or just like it not being the main focus of like our lives for some reason for me i don't know why but like it is not in my mind at all to be in a relationship when i'm at school but when mm -hmm. i'm in summer it's a different because that's all you're situation. thinking about so what um Mental health goals do you have in mind? I know that might be not be like a straight cut and dry answer, but um I think for me I definitely want to um just pursue like whatever makes me happy. I want to mm -hmm. try new things. I want to see what I'm really interested in like stepping outside of my comfort zone this summer, which mm -hmm. is like I understand like do you find that in like different as as opposed to you did last summer did you feel more restrained and not even summers but as a whole did you always feel more restrained or held back I just felt like I'm always trying to like make the most of like an opportunity more than I am like trying to do just what I want to do uh -huh. and so 
that's I think how I was last summer and also just like mm -hmm. in the past summers but I definitely want to focus more on just like what I want to do what makes me happy and just like trying mm -hmm. new things I guess yeah exploring like new opportunities trying like really focusing like on this podcast and just other things just like focusing really I think hard on things that I care about mm -hmm. you're creative hard you know and you're a hard worker and I think putting your energy into something that you actually enjoy will produce something really beautiful at the end of the day mm -hmm. especially for a good three four months you know that we can hard really hardcore focus on this yeah you know or and just in general on your mental health you'll start redefining who you are and yeah. really figuring out what makes you happy and what doesn't and start reassessing it almost spring cleaning do you want to talk about sorry what no <laughs> oh i see what you're saying like spring like cleaning out all the dirty gross stuff out of your mind you're talking about like practices and ways that you can do that like what are the some of the ways that you like i mean um like how I kind of do it right now? We'll focus on like the things that are important to you and just like mm -hmm. things that you care about because I don't even know for me like how I would Where, do that. Do, to even start? Yeah. I, so, I mean, I'm a very spiritual person. Rosie knows this. Mm -hmm. I think for me, my goal would be to, and what I kind of like teaching others, especially people who have questions about it and want to learn, I'm, you know, your spiritual practice is something that never stops. Mm -hmm. it's, it's your faith, truly, truly. Mm -hmm. But it's also part of my grounding and my mental health. You know, you know, I love buying pretty rocks and or crystals, <laughs> and you know, interacting with tarot cards and things like that. But not everyone has to be, you know, a witch and has to have a jungle like me to make <laughs> them happy for their mental health. One of the biggest things I found is meditating, whether mm -hmm. you interact with crystals or not in your practice, even for five minutes once a week, because. I've been trying to commit to it, but then when I have to wake up early for work during this summer, it's become really hard because I like starting in the morning, but yeah. you can literally meditate whenever and wherever you want. Like it mm -hmm. doesn't have to, but I just, I guess I'm like, I want to be in my room with incense burning, <laughs> yeah. surrounded by my plants, <laughs> not in like my car while like I'm crying, like, you know. Honestly, that's probably where you might need it the most, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I think maybe this podcast will help each other grow. And that's why I wanted to, you know, be a super advocate for this type of stuff. And everyone's spirituality and everyone's mental health and what affects them is different. So, you know, it's really a learning curve to really improve upon it. And I think, you know, opening up your mind to new ideas is also opening up your mind to new perspectives in general about everything and anything, not just, you know, the relationships that we were talking about, but also other things in your life and just how you look, how you view yourself, mm -hmm. you know, your aesthetics, your everything. So this yeah. podcast has been already interesting for me because it makes me think about like reflect on myself and talk about things that I probably wouldn't talk about. Mm hmm um uh, on my own and um I definitely want to get into reading like for me like mm -hmm. when I read first of all I don't get the opportunity to read as much as I would like to like during okay. the school year and stuff yeah but I think what I'm realizing now is that I really want to try and read more because mm -hmm. for me there's something like so can like I feel so content when I read a book mm -hmm. that's like so far from my reality that mm -hmm. I just feel like what was, did More. you, 
let me ask you this. Sorry, I don't mean to cut off no, your train of thought. Did you read a book recently that really changed your perspective with that? That's a good question. I think I've read a couple books, like Where the Crawdads Sing is one of my favorite books that I was talking to oh you about. Oh my gosh. Um, I really like that, but I don't know. There's something about like that book that just makes me like feel... Did, like, did it make you warm and fuzzy? Like I don't know. I read that book too. It did. It just made me feel like more content and like being like a different type of person, I guess. Yeah, I loved, there was, so spoilers, if you didn't read that book, I mean, I have it, I read it actually last year. So, I mean, honestly, we're pretty good, like, up to date with modern, like, really trendy books. Yeah. I think, I mean, I try to be, and I, I'm not, I sound like a connoisseur. I don't mean to sound, like, pretentious at this moment, <laughs> but, you know, books like The Where the Crawdad Sings are popular for a reason. It's so good. You have to read it. They're the Movies coming out in July, which I, I don't know how that's gonna go, but I have a picture of the character in my I, head, and it's gonna be so different. I already know it. You can look at the trailer. Yeah, it's different than what I expected. I think oh God. I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna go see it as soon as it comes mm, out, but I don't yeah. know how I feel about it. But actually, um, side note, we're having another one of my friends wants to go see it too. Really? Mm -hmm. We gotta go see it all together. Yeah, we're. I did, I'm also reading Normal People, and something... what do you think of that so far? I mean, I haven't gotten that far. I think mm -hmm. it's, I mean, I've heard that the book is just very, like, it's normal, like, interaction. Uh -huh. So I'm assuming it won't go as, like, up and down as I'm expecting it okay. to. But, I don't know. <laughs> but there's something so, like, I feel more content when I see, when I can read about the way that I wish things were. Or, like, mm -hmm. the way that I wish I was. Or, like, the way that I wish I experienced you, life. And I feel like it's, mm -hmm. I just get more content with, like, not expecting, like, below mm -hmm. my standards, I guess. From reading. Is, and that's yeah. why I think it's, like, so good for me to read, like, during mm -hmm. summer especially. Did you, um, I saw you were reading Homebody. Did you finish that? Oh, yeah, I did finish that. Was that, did you, I mean, so that's a poetry book by, I want, Rupi Kaur. Yeah. She wrote uh, Milk and Honey, but Homebody was something very special. Mm -hmm. And I, I got a really beautiful copy that's bound in this, like, cloth bound that's green with, like, gold embossing on it. And it's hardcover and it's beautiful. And I'm right. going to reread it. But, po like... Do you, um, because what I would do, I mean, that's also, I mean, reading is a goal for me too, but when books transport you, there's a beautiful moment in that, and mm. only people that read and really appreciate reading, mm -hmm. and you don't have to enjoy poetry or whatever genre, mm -hmm. hell, you could be into anime yeah. and stuff like that. If it transports you into a different realm, and I think books that have a lot of, like, that are about the personal human experience, or have talk about certain topics that make it seem relatable, yeah. and put it in this perspective is really interesting and beautiful, you know, or, like, experiences that people had. I think the word of the day really is being something, if it's somewhat relatable, but something, especially, like, also, the way authors write, like, the way that author... I believe it's Delia Owens, I want to say. Delilah Owens, yeah. Yes. The Delia, way, maybe it's Delia. I don't know. Whoever, I know it was Owens, and I don't know yeah. how I remember that title, I mean, the author off the top of my head. <laughs> but the way she wrote that, I remember I read it in, like, two days during the winter, and so I just good. sat there, like, this is written so good. I know, this is, like, so well. the way she wrote it, and when a book transports you to that, and it makes you feel... You know, you, you sit back when you, it's any book where you have to sit back, even if you don't cry, where you just are like, huh, when you fit, when you close that end cover and you go, hmm, And that's the thing about books, like they, especially in the summer, they transport me. And so whenever I feel like 
when I read a book, I feel like I'm a part of that experience. And that's like mm -hmm. an expectation about my life that I wish I had in real life. And so when I have it in a book, like it kind of fills that void for me. No, exactly. Oh, I want to mention a book that I read last summer that I think had the same idea for me. Mm -hmm. Let me I just have to get it real quick. So it's called Red, White and Royal Blue. And it's, I, okay, I have to say, I have a confession. Who's it by? Oh, it's so by, uh, sorry, it's by uh, Kate, Casey McQuiston. Okay. I could be pronouncing <laughs> that name. That's okay. <laughs> but, um, in, it's, I, I have a hot topic, and that's, I prefer reading shorter books over longer books, unless they're written well, because longer books intimidate me. Okay, understandable. Size matters, anyways. <laughs> um, it was about, it's, okay, it sounds so cheesy. It's about, and I hate cheesy gay books so much <laughs> why i don't or just you know i mean not that i hate them but like the idea of what it's like uh, uh, <laughs> seeing it was about like this american the son of the american pre and this is fiction but it's like realistic fiction so mm -hmm. they took like memes from this world and like mm -hmm. put it in there which i love so that's why I, I fell in love with this book but it's about like the president's son and the prince um having like this like relationship with one another and like you know having this healthy relationship and it was so cute but mm -hmm. i read it during the summer same with call me by your name which i know is prob problematic and i read that i don't know about <laughs> last summer or two summers ago but it was those, those books that really like transport you and i think that's something really special in that mm -hmm. and during the school year i'm the same way with rosie i um i read but when you got school school assignments i don't know why but, you know, even, like, a lab or whatever, they're so draining. You get to a point where you want to make time for yourself, and by the time you actually do, you can't, like, you feel exhausted. Yeah, and for me at school, I want to take that opportunity to hang out with people. I don't know why. That's, like, always ends up being what I do instead of reading, mm -hmm. even though it's probably better for me if I were to sit down no, and well, open up a book. I mean, as a commuter student, um, I'm more – I actually – I have severe FOMO, admittedly. <laughs> Cause I'll be at home and now, and then I was at a point last, like during the year where I would get severe FOMO because I'd see people going out to bars or parties and I'd be stuck in bed reading a book mm -hmm. and people would be like, Oh, good for you for reading. And then I'd be, I'd finish a book and I would still like hate on myself, which is this weird, bizarre logic because then you'll, when people actually care and you're like, yeah, last year I read 30 books. People are like impressed or people are like, there's That's so funny that you say that because from mm -hmm. my perspective, I'm like, I wish I was Julian sitting in bed right now instead of doing and hanging That's... out with people that I don't want to huh. hang out with or do things that I don't want to do. Interesting. It's I mean, always I... like the grass is green on the other side. Literally, <laughs> literally. And then when you get to the grass, it's the grass is dried up, burnt <laughs> to a crisp. Yeah. And then when you try to go to the other side, it, you know, you realize there's, it's just how you want to be. Mm hmm it's really f interesting, though. That's And that's so funny because the way that you said that, because sometimes, like, honestly, I hate going out. Like, at the end of the day, like, I'll be out, and then there'll be a moment where I'm like, okay, party's over. I want to go, <laughs> go, go home and read in bed and not spend money for an Uber. Yeah. And I want to just curl up and read a book and drink red wine. And Maybe that's going to be our summer thing, just doing what we actually want to do, mm -hmm. not what we think we should be doing. It sounds like a common theme. A I don't know. Common theme. Yeah. I think that's our common theme. I mean, I'm reading, I have my, I guess my goal for reading too, and in general is, I mean, for reading, I have 
for Pride Month. Hi. Hi, gays. Um, <laughs> How are you? So my local library, I found out, has an interlibrary system. And they had the book All Boys Aren't Blue, which I'm reading right now. And what does interlibrary system mean? So they have a... It's like an interlibrary loan program. So you could actually basically through, like, our local library... What you can do is actually look at the books other local libraries carry. And what I found out, they actually ship them between one another. I did not know that. And you can get it with one library card that oh, you don't pay for. Cause that's great. Like, and that's what, no, I, okay. I'm hot, a big keeper of my books, but that is a great opportunity. Like, hot take, libraries me. are, sorry, hot take, libraries are the best, hands down. <laughs> they get new books for free because, honestly, you buy a new book for 20 bucks or what have you. Mm-hmm. Then it just sits on yourself. And then I love that, but well, if I can bo- understand if you don't like that. I love oh. having my keep, keeping my books because I reread them. Mm-hmm. Have you actually okay, hot take. Have you actually ever reread a book that you said you're going to reread? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not fully, but like mm-hmm. the parts that I am thinking about that I want to reread, but I have. As Rosie knows, I am a hoarder. Julian hasn't. I'm what? guessing based off of that question <laughs> that you haven't done that. No, I haven't. I feel like because I'm, there's this weird part of my mind that's like, oh, I want to do new things, so I'm going to read new books, whether or not I like them or not. Mm-hmm. Where I'll say, I'm a very, but I'm also like, I'm sentimental because, actually, this is, I don't know if this is something with you. Do you um get attached to books that you read through certain periods of your life? Like, do you associate a time yeah. you're reading a book with a certain time of your life? Yes, definitely. Okay. Because I'll rem- I've remember the last book I read as the time I, because I finished it, I literally read it at where I was working. Mm-hmm. But like also it was, you know, what I was doing and where it went with me and all that type of stuff. You know, it's a book and it's about something not related to you at all, maybe, or is. But there's something so crazy about it. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I get attached to everything easily. But I think <laughs> that is a great goal for us because... You know, figuring the books themselves, there's something so good about them. And I think, you know, in general, with not just books, but with all aspects of our life, like this summer especially, it'll be really cool how we modify that perspective. Mm-hmm. Is there any place that you want to try out this summer? Like... Or not, like, you don't have to name the physical place, but, like, is there, you want to try... Food-wise or, like... Yeah, like, how about food-wise? Is there, do you want to try anything new, like, food-wise or do new things? Like, is there one new thing that you will, you're going to do this summer guaranteed? That is a good question, that I want to try a new food place now that... You know what I really want to try? Korean mm-hmm. barbecue that I've never had before. Have you oh my had Korean barbecue? Mm, okay, so my parents rave about it. There's a, actually a Korean bar- barbecue place that's really good by us. Okay, so we should go. Uh, is what yeah. you're saying. What I'm saying is <laughs> they have gone there and sat down in this little hole in the wall, and they love it, and they went to Korean barbecue in Florida and loved it, so it's like... I want to try it. I've never had it before. Mean- oh, no. Wait. I want to try Korean barbecue. I don't think I've had it, but I actually think I'm thinking of Hot Pot is what I want to try. Ooh. You know, I would be down to try, like, a new Asian or, like, different... Some, how about this? A different cuisine from a different ethnic yes. group. Because I think there's something, there's really good foods that are out there. Only thing is like some seafoods and raw fish. No, ma'am. 
<laughs> I'm all a seafood girl, but you're a seafood girl. Did not yeah. know that. Sis is fishy. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> my, my family loves fish and stuff. You know what I do want to try? That's like a, such a random thought. Mm-hmm. I really want to. I really like Indian food, and now that I'm thinking about this, you know what I think I'm gonna do? What? I want to try Indian. I want to try a variety of Indian food because do you eat Indian food? I've actually. I had it. Last year, when we were doing some stuff from one of my internships, we were actually doing a menu for an Indian place. And the food that we had was actually really different and really good. I'm a very big, like, I'm a girl who, like, scrolls through her phone when I'm hungry in the middle, like, at nighttime looking for different things. And I saw on TikTok that, like, a lot of people try Indian food and just, they just try, like, the things that, like, you know, like, tikka masala, like, butter chicken or something. So I really want to try, like, something, like, Different. Different, because the, like, the culture's cuisine is so complex. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we might find a new favorite. Yeah, Just exactly. hidden out. There might be a, our fa- new favorite food potentially hidden, and we're going to find it this summer. What about you? Do you have a food you want to try or a place? Um, I th- I want to go to more ramen places. Me too. I think we went to one, right? That one was so good. It was so good, but um, we got it. Like, there's so many good cute aesthetically pleasing restaurants and i hate that sounded so trendy i'm so sorry to anyone who had to hear that speak your truth julian speak you my know truth. that that's what Honestly, you want <laughs> no there's a hundred percent there's aesthetically pleasing restaurants of different cuisines that i really want to try Me and too. yeah i mean because we we went to the one place and then forget what happened and then never went out again but we got to try more foods too wait i want to eat food right now the way she- Can we get Robin right now? <laughs> I was actually... I'm going to go back out after this. No! So I guess we can do some closing remarks. Yeah. Um, so one thing I did for myself to, you know, as a goal was to treat myself. And I... Okay. I treat myself too I much. I was going to say, Julian, you do not have an issue treating yourself. But, but in... Someone said, once in a while, buy yourself a thing of flowers. Mm-hmm. It's the idea that, you know, even as adults, you can... There's a really fun part that, you know, we limit ourselves to what we think. Like, we could go into a store and buy ourselves a cake literally anytime we want. Mm-hmm. We have the car. We might not have the money. <laughs> we make but, it work, though. <laughs> you know, setting these goals for yourself and, you know, at the end of the day is going to be something really interesting to see. And I think this podcast is an amalgamation of one of our both physical and emotional goals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm super excited to... Um... Maybe we should do like a check-in where we see at the end of the summer whether or not we... Yeah, that'll be, I think, that's definitely what we're going to, I think we have to do is, you know, well, we could even like, if we're really, if we want to get real technical, we'll try to, we'll play back this episode beforehand and be like, oh my God, what a lying fat bitch. (laughs) I know. Or like, we'll see what we discovered about ourselves or like the new things that we... Mm-hmm. Learned. Maybe we're we'll be in a relationship. Who knows? Who knows? You'll have to come find out and see. You'll have to follow the journey. Follow our journeys, folks. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we. I am not the same person as I was a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And honestly, one. Uh, I think Ruby Core mentioned this in one of her poems. Is you know we're sold to think this idea of being like a linear person, but growth never stops. So I think that's why, and I guess maybe because we're going through as we're such we're young adults, going through such rapid growth right now mm-hmm. in our lives, and such a defining time where we're figuring our creative and our 
self-identities out that yeah. I think this is a really cool time to, you know, this is almost like this podcast is going to be almost like a timeline for how we develop as people mm-hmm. and how we interact with others around us. So that'll yeah. be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, guys, continue to be curious. And we'll see you next week. We love you all. Bye, Bye. now. Bye.